1: Hello, Husker fans. Welcome to episode 279 of the Husker Football Fan Podcast. I'm Mike Harvat. And I'm Justin Swanson. In today's episode, we react to Nebraska's thrilling victory over northern Illinois under the lights. We also take a look at Louisiana Tech. You can find us on the web at
0: huskerpod.com or by searching Husker Football Fan Podcast on Facebook. You can also connect with us on Twitter by following at huskerpod or email us at huskerpod at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Central Nebraska Buffalo. Check out their website for their latest deals. That's cnbuffalo.com.
1: Also brought to you by Monty Rohde with Pinnacle Realty in Lincoln. Looking to buy or sell a home in Lincoln or know somebody who is? Reach out to Monty at 402-770-3356. Go Big Go Big Hi, everyone. Uh, we'd like to welcome you to the um, Husker football and volleyball at least Twitter Woo. account. Um, Sorry, I feel like. Sorry, it's me. <laughs> I'm still fired
0: up. We just beat Kentucky. Yeah. It's. I've been watching the games. Are they? I don't know if there are more. If the more of them have been on, uh, Fox Sports or FS1 or Big Ten Network, but we've been able to st- uh, stream them this season. And our oldest has been doing a little bit of volleyball, so it's been fun to watch them as a family. That's cool. So then I got a tweet about it.
1: Yeah, it's funny to me because, like, I have notifications for Twitter or X or whatever. Um, no, no, it's Twitter. I'm yeah. not calling it X. Okay. You can't um, make me. I have uh, I have notifications turned on for that app on my phone, and just I know whenever there's a volleyball game on because I see all these likes from people saying, so-and-so liked, oh, my, uh, my heart is beating out of my chest. I'm like, oh, it must be another volleyball game. This is exciting and stressful. <laughs> Stuff like that. Bob was so stressful
0: to watch for me. But,
1: uh, yeah. Um, but anyway, we are uh, the Husker Football Fan Podcast. Um, Woo! I should have emphasized the word football when I said that. But Yeah, you emphasized fan. <laughs> we are a fan podcast. Um, we uh, were originally called the podcast. Um, I can't say the word because we'll get another season desist letter, but, um,
0: (laughs) I'm going to their website to see
1: if they still even exist. (laughs) The, the OG listeners know what we're talking about. Anyway. Um, hi everyone. Uh, Oh, they still have a website. Oh, good for them. Nebraska won yesterday. Yes. You pointed out in the last, what, 24 games. That's the sixth time we've been able to say that. That is what I heard on television today. (laughs) Holy cow. Oh, it's nice to have a post-win episode to record. Uh,
0: Yeah, I noticed. So I was at the game, and uh, now, granted, it was 14-3, well into the third quarter, Mm. but even I'd say... Five minutes into the fourth quarter, when it was maybe getting to be Mm 28-3, everybody was still there. People were not leaving. It wasn't until, I don't know what the moment was, but maybe about eight minutes to go when all of a sudden people started leaving. Mm.
1: I think, uh, yeah, it was probably cathartic for a lot of the season ticket holders. (laughs) You know, uh, The games like that are few and far between these days, so we'll take it when we can get it.
0: Yeah, well, hopefully there's going to be more of them in the coming days. But, uh, yeah,
1: feels feels good to win. Mm-hmm. So uh, tell me about Rule's first, um, first game at Memorial Stadium. I know that there hmm. were some changes, so what stuck out to you?
0: Well, I was kind of bouncing around tailgates before the game, and it kind of felt like things filled in slowly. Hmm. So that kind of made me uncomfortable. Where is everybody? Why are people not uh, filing in? Um, it did. It was full. It, you know, at or soon after kickoff, it was full. But uh, but I was real close to the uni walk, which I've never really done before, where they drop off the players mm-hmm. and they walk in through a rope line um, and you can high five them or whatever. I've never done that before. And it felt like the parking lot I was in was a little skinny. So that was, you know, an initial, you know, an initial feeling was, man, Nebraska really for a variety of reasons needs to start winning again. (laughs) Um, and then let's see the, uh, they're in the new locker room. So, uh, I had, I got to have a stadium tour on Friday and saw and tweeted that the, uh, the horseshoe had been moved from the old tunnel to the new tunnel. So instead of, they're still coming in from the North, but instead coming, uh, instead of coming in from the Northwest side, they come onto the field from the Northeast side. And, uh, so there's currently two red carpets in the North end zone. If you want to, Mm. Um, so those were super obvious changes up front.
1: Uh, as far as so in game, you know, I, I heard there's a new tunnel walk. I was—I'll I'll be honest, I didn't catch it much before the game started. I mean, they're still doing serious, right? Or are they doing something different? Yeah,
0: it's—I think it's just new in that it's a different entrance.
1: Oh, okay, okay. I think that—that uh, that was all that was new. I thought people were implying that they like, you know, they changed all of it but okay what about uh between third and fourth quarter are you guys still listening to some flogging molly ripoff or
0: uh, uh, between the first and second quarter they did do uh i think it's the killigans oh. that cover that song oh, and i'll tell you mike i noticed people people cheered and hopped right in with the lyrics hmm. so um I i'm think in it's, the minority it's catching on yeah I think I think that one's pulling away from the station and you're you're sitting there I just waving
1: goodbye. I can't do the like faux we're pretending to be Celtic rock stuff dudes from Nebraska. I don't know maybe maybe they actually have some you know some heritage that that connects them to that genre of music, but it's just to me that style is stuck in the early two thousands, like when like punk bands were like, "We don't stand out. How can we do something ridiculous so people will love our gimmick?" And that's where, you know, flogging Molly got an audience, and then all of the bands trying to sound like them. But um, okay, I have so opinions, was, Justin, about music. That, so deal with I, it.
0: I know. Yeah. <laughs> then this, you have a platform here so, to share them. So go ahead, no,
1: continue, right. propagate.
0: Propagate, do you propagate prop- propaganda? Is that?
1: Well, here, here's the thing. you spew Somebody propaganda. needs to come along and write a better song. You know, like I'm I'm sitting here whining about it. I write songs. I'm not going to try to write a better song because I probably couldn't. So, so I guess you just got to shut up. Tip of the cap to them. They made it work. <sighs> well, they didn't write it. It's like a hundred year old thing.
0: A hundred year old song, you know. Really? They just covered it. Really? Did you not know that? That gives me even less respect
1: for them. Uh,
0: you didn't know that? that no, that's like, it's like a really old song. That's okay, why well the, now
1: I judge them less for using the word "vim," trying to make that rhyme with something. But yeah, uh, it's 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 a hundred year old song. Okay, Mike, put to music. Sorry, I don't so, know. So Nebraska folk. Um, history. Lore? So yeah, yeah, clearly.
0: Wow. <laughs> uh, between the third and fourth quarter, they did do the uh, kind of fire display. Yeah, I saw late, a lot of pyrotechnics, flashing shows, and, and they, this year they added. Yeah, they added the drones. That was really cool. I know they did that for the volleyball game, but I was not there, so this was my first time seeing that. And they did. They kind of had two rows of it at times, so it was three dimensional in the sky, and then it Ooh. would slide to something like the state of nebraska or like the husker iron N that was in three dimensions um or a sandwich really cool did they make one look like a sandwich they did not make a sandwich they had words like probably go big red i can't remember what it was i think (laughs) i took my phone was dead at this point so i was using my wife's phone to take pictures and they had do you need me to get you like
1: a charger because i can't tell you how many times at the end of a game I get texts from your wife, and you're like, hey, it's Justin.
0: <laughs> it always happens.
1: Uh <laughs> need to get you a portable well, like charger. I,
0: see, I have some. They just they never last. Uh, I've been trying to say, there are three words, presumably Go Big Red. Maybe it was other words, but like Go was sliding to the right, and Big was stationary, and Red was sliding to the left. It was,
1: it was really cool. Run home, cool. Jack. That's what that makes me think of. Do you remember that reference? Run home, Jack. Run home, Jack. Oh, that's from the movie Hook. Oh man. Yeah. This is for not letting like, me blow bubbles in my chocolate milk. Smash the clock. I
0: thought you were gonna say it was like Airbud plays football or no, something. No, no.
1: Air buddies so, or something.
0: <laughs> it was a beautiful night for a game.
1: I think you freaked a lot of people out though with your tweet.
0: Oh uh, well, I was freaked for a moment. Yeah, there. I saw light, a big bolt of lightning around noon. <laughs> <laughs> but uh it cleared out and it rained a little bit did, I, did you guys get poured on? uh, I don't think so. I don't so the guy no. I sit next to came up from Papillion. he said they got poured on
1: huh interesting. I may have been sleeping i uh I have not been feeling a hundred percent lately so i uh I may have been unconscious when and enough we got rain yesterday <laughs> so actually that's the sad thing. um what if I told you I was offered? Like on Thursday, a friend of mine offered me free tickets to the game. A pair of tickets for free. I could have gone to the game, but... And you didn't because... I, I had to say, no, man. I I could feel that I was starting to crash and that I was in no oh. position to be spending the evening there. Knowing that uh, then the very next day, um, I work for a church um, for context for my listeners we had our uh, annual meeting this morning so it's been a really busy week and i'm not great <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it's happy to i'm happy to uh, to be doing this podcast and have a voice and be conscious right now um but yeah well hey uh, you want to talk about the game itself i know we've talked a lot about the atmosphere but uh yeah a- as you mentioned well, ki- well kind how was a- the
0: atmosphere from the from from the the home comfort of your couch.
1: Um. Okay. Again, I, like I was saying, I'm I'm not feeling that great, so it was a lot of just like me, kind of like uh, <laughs> watching the game. It was it was fine, you know. Uh, I don't know if I'm the best to report about any of that, um, as a spectator from home. So no comments. Did they?
0: About... Uh, did they talk about? prime more than they talked about rule
1: No no not for this one they did reuse that awful graphic of him getting Gatorade poured on him um i don't know if you recall that from the the opener the season opener they were showing like kind of his history well, of I was rebuilding at the teams opener, so Oh I yeah understood. so you didn't see that either Yeah they used this Like, for each school that he had been at previously, they, like, were showing, like, different pictures of him, and the first one they show is, like, he's getting, like, this orange Gatorade bath, but, like, it's a cutout of him, so, like, all you see is, like, his his visage emerging between globs of... (laughs) <laughs> Gatorade in motion across his face and body. <laughs> it was very it's a very interesting. I'm sure that like whoever on their graphics team made it thought it was like the coolest thing ever, but it's kind of weird. But yeah, so they used that again um talking about his rebuild or his history as a rebuilder or what have you. So um yeah, so it you know, it it was fine. I didn't I don't recall hearing or seeing anything egregious from the announcers, so... Um, okay. Yeah. But... uh
0: yeah. You know, so here, here's one of my interesting, or one of my thoughts are so interesting. Here's a thought that I've had is uh, for as dominant as we were on the ground or even through the air, there were not many or any big plays. If you, mm. you know, if you define... A big, I don't know what a big rushing yard play would be. Maybe over twenty yards. I think the longest rush we had was twenty yards. Hmm. So so we had uh, what we got. My I got stats here. Two hundred and twenty four yards rushing on forty four attempts for five point one rushes per yards per rush. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no run longer than twenty. So we just kept pounding it. Yeah, and that's probably why uh, people were sticking around. Into the fourth quarter, I'm looking at the the time of the scores, and it was fourteen to three until one minute left in the third quarter. Mm. At which point, it's three to twenty one, and uh, and yeah, eight nineteen. It was twenty eight three, and I think that's probably when people started really going home in mass.
1: This is uh this is beautiful. I'm just looking at the uh, the win probability graph. I know that we uh, kind of joked about that a couple weeks ago about how, um, and I, I think somebody actually then. Uh, in the ensuing week they <laughs> they made like a, a grid of all of the different one score losses that we had and how uh. the win probability was like in favor of us and then it just crashes this one's beautiful it's just a big red wave across the whole screen at no point was NIU favored which they shouldn't have been you know um but uh It has us, uh, at the beginning of the fourth quarter, the probability hit 99%, and then it was, uh, yeah, it was 99.9% until the very end. It's just, it's been a while since I've seen a graph that looks that way, so um, you can head over to ESPN.com if you want to see that. But uh,
0: Well, and we have seen, when, when was the last time, we'll say it this way, that we have seen... Nebraska do what they're supposed to do, yeah, and slowly but surely pull away from an inferior opponent, and and never look back. Mm-hmm. You know, just keep pouring it on. And you know, if it if it's not for that fumble uh, in the first quarter that they then c- got a, a field goal, I mean, they'd have been shut out until the last you know last play of the game, basically. Yeah, yeah. So that uh, that maybe kept fans tense and in it and maybe the players too but we just kept slowly but surely pounding it pounding it, pounding it and it worked yeah it worked
1: yeah think about how many times we've talked about how just like where and when we score throughout the game and you look at the breakdown quarter by quarter seven 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 fourteen mm. that's beautiful I mean, just think about how many games we've seen where it's like 7 14 0 or something like that, you know? <laughs> so um, And also, you know what I think we should do? I think, like, hey, Nebraska fans, if you're listening to this, please feel good about this win. I mean, think about all yeah. the discussions that Justin and I have had over the last several years about how there is no such thing as a cupcake opponent anymore. I mean, NIU has spoiled – Seasons for people. Um, they've spoiled careers for some of our former, or at least for one us. of our former coaches. Um, you know, and and so I think that they're, whereas, you know, sometimes people will say, oh, Nebraska fans, they're stuck in the 90s with their mindset or whatever. And sometimes we kind of poo-poo that. But I think it's true that sometimes I get stuck in this type of thinking that is influenced by back in the day where I look at a game like this and I'm thinking it should be 77 to nothing, you know? Yeah, just, yeah. just like, that's what it should be. Um, But teams like NIU, teams like Troy, teams like fill in the blank, they can come in and, and really mess things up for you, you know? I mean, that's been a well, thing. Get paid a million a dollars to go beat somebody.
0: <laughs> it was a tenacious defense, you know? Yeah. They, they were... It really, I was again. It was we had fourteen points up until the end of the third quarter, so it was uh, they stuck with us, but then we also stuck with our grounded pound approach with a few, um, a few quick passes to loosen things up. So it's just, I feel like we're like saying the same thing over and over, but you can't overstate the importance of <laughs> just running it and sticking with it. I will say, uh, I I was there in twenty eighteen when Rocky Lombardi led Michigan State as a freshman mm. and it, that was the snow game, right? Where we won nine to three, nine to six, I think. And, um, I remember I that, that was a rough vividly. outing for him. Yeah. And this was uh, a really rough outing for him. Um, Saturday, yesterday, he, he, uh, he is not Shadur Sanders in his accuracy. And he did not have Shadur's uh, receivers. He had, he had a lot of drops.
1: Mm.
0: I'm not sure if, uh, any of the stat sheets I'm looking at would reflect that. But oh, I felt no. like there was a lot of a lot of drops that um you know, where um, Colorado yeah, and Minnesota repeatedly
1: hit on converted on third
0: down with timely passes. He the
1: many of those were dropped. So uh dare we um talk about Harburg versus Sims? Well, let's talk about Harburg, and
0: then let's talk about Sam's.
1: <laughs> okay, but, but before we do, do you like my tweet? I don't know if you saw it. The poll that I posted. Yeah. <laughs> I think it just wrapped up a little bit ago. Oh, nice. Because, like, you, you know that it? that's what people are like. People are going to... I mean, no offense to anybody if you've seen a respectable account tweet out a poll or spark some discussion about tell us what you think i feel like that's low-hanging fruit for engagement this week like if you run a twitter account and you're like how can i get people to fight under my comments like just post like what do you guys think about sims or versus harburg this week anyway let's talk about harburg like you said i like his name uh because it sounds like my name a little bit harvat (laughs) harburg yeah so that's that's neat
0: I kept saying to my wife, like, he needs a nickname, like Heinrich. Like, what if we call him Heine? Like, let's no, go Heine. no. And she thought that was a terrible idea. Yeah, and no. She said, don't repeat
1: that. Listen to your wife. <laughs> <laughs> she just shouted from upstairs, I heard that. <laughs> Sorry. I wonder what his middle name is. They could call him like triple H. I think it's the first or time she's ever interacted with me live on the
0: podcast from upstairs. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's wonderful. I hope it bleeds Nine years through in a little. The bit. Making. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't think it will bleed through because in the past there have been pitter-patter or thunkety-thunk of little feet that mm. don't get picked up. So.
1: But yeah, I mean He was um, great. Yeah, let's let's he was great. I mean a lot of folks want to throw an asterisk on his turnover because it wasn't an interception. It wasn't a drop. He was in the middle of a throw. Like, he was trying yeah, he, to throw it, and yeah. he wasn't protected. So you could blame that just as much on the O-line as you could on him. <laughs> you know? Sure, yeah. Um, so, I mean, even with that, um, you know, there's a lot of people this week that are going to be like, you know, only one turnover with this guy running a competent offense. Yeah, well... I, of course the corollary
0: is if Sims were in like maybe mm-hmm. he'd look like a million bucks too yeah maybe yeah I I do feel like uh rule was a little elusive on was Sims ready to play today mm. you and he kind of walked through the week about well we kind of knew early on and that yeah I think they said uh, that they knew
1: by Wednesday that Sims was yeah not he said be he had a really good
0: practice on well I didn't feel like he's ever really clearly said was not going to be able what oh. I heard rule hmm. say was Tuesday, Harburg had a really good practice. Wednesday, he had a really good practice. And kind of at that point, we knew that mm. he was going to be the guy. So I do feel like as uh, transparent and free-flowing with information as Rule is, he's been really um, he's really uh, strategic, maybe, with how he talks about his quarterback. Hmm. He's not I, – I know I've heard Chatel say – it was the first Chattel asked him after the press conference, something about, uh, uh this is after the Colorado game, I think, or mm-hmm. sometime around there, he asked him a question about Sims and, and rule said, uh, if I'm going to answer that, I want to answer that from the front. Cause I want him to hear the quote instead of reading it or something like that. Oh, and, mm. and Chattel said, that's the first time he's ever had anybody say that to him. Mm. So, um, so rule is very thoughtful and, Uh, intentional and how he talks about his quarterback sure quarterbacks so all that to say i i never heard him saying i'm you know please if you're if i'm wrong tell me but i never heard him say uh we decided not to start sims it was more we decided to go with Herbert. gotcha
1: gotcha yeah because i I mean when you think about it too much no i hear you because like uh, at the beginning of the week i was surprised by how adamant he was that sims is my guy you know like it was almost like immediately after the game. He's like, nope, we're, we're still going to, he's still going to be our guy. He's going to start the game, you know. And obviously, you know, uh, assuming he's healthy. Um, so it was just uh, an interesting week. So we'll, we'll have to see what happens this next week. I would be happy, you know, with an opponent like Louisiana Tech. I'd love to see them both get some time this weekend.
0: Yeah. Shoot, let Chubba have a shot.
1: Yeah. Why not? Instead of having what was, was Purdy in for the last snap of the game, was that the only <laughs> the only thing the that the last he did? Stop, yeah, he handed yeah. it
0: off to uh was it who got the touchdown? Was it Grant or Irvin at that point? He handed it off and it was a touchdown.
1: Oh really? No, okay, so snap. he did go in earlier. I that I, I mm-hmm. was starting to uh yeah. Oh yeah, he might have up.
0: been in for that last snap. Uh, no, he last he last was. Snap.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh
0: okay. Now he came in for the last snap in the south end zone that resulted in our last touchdown.
1: Yeah, I thought we were going to see victory formation, but uh, um, as somebody on Twitter theorized, they tweeted at us, eh, maybe maybe rule was a little salty about that two point conversion. <laughs> so, well, uh, a-
0: afterwards he said he said the uh, NIU coach has a good team and he wants to win the MAC and he's trying to get everything he can out of every game. He said, just like we did at the end of the Colorado game.
1: So he didn't hold anything against it. Sounds, sounds, sounds very rule. Yeah. One thing that I liked, I don't know if you caught, I was, I was not happy with some of the personal fouls that our guys got. Um, I saw you
0: tweeted about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They, they were pretty egregious. Like we're talking after the play, somebody goes and shoves a guy uh, just totally uncalled for. Um, but one thing that I was encouraged by is they actually had a camera on rule when one of those things happened and you see oh, yeah? him immediately say, Hey, 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 no, 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 no. Come here, come <laughs> here, come here. And like, he's like motioning for the guy to come here. Cause you could tell it wasn't, uh, for, for those of us who have maybe a little bit of Polini PTSD, Polini TSD. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, it wasn't like a, I'm gonna chew you out thing. It was very, very. I mean, like, I, maybe this is obvious, but it was very coach slash mentor like. Like, hey, come here. Let's talk about this and why you just screwed things up for our team because why you let was your most emotion-
0: stupid thing to do no, for
1: real though. Like, I, I for me that was like a okay, cool. That at least, um, oh, dare I say the culture word. Um, For me, that was a reassuring thing that like, okay, cool. So we've got some new guys on the team. People are still feeling things out. Maybe some kids are coming from a school and a background where you get your hits in when you can, but rules here to kind of be like, hey, this is Nebraska. We're not going to do that here, you know, and I liked that. So despite the personal fouls, I think that they're being coached correctly in the midst of that.
0: Gotcha, well that's that's great. But, uh, um, yeah, so I feel like we talked a fair amount about the rushing game.
1: Um, passing we didn't bring wise, up Grant's return, um, or did we? Oh yeah, <laughs> Se- seven
0: carries. Not, not. We didn't acknowledge it. Seven mm-hmm. carries, forty six yards, a touchdown, long of one uh, of eleven, but average of six point six yards and. He just really has a knack for making three yards into six or, you know, one into three. He, with a little scoot there, it's kind of funny because when he's in a more open field situation, he's still, he can't help himself. He has to <laughs> he juke like, once. I must juke. I must. <laughs> I, said, I said to my wife, it's like when you're playing a football video game and you're out running and you try to hit like the accelerate and you hit the juke and he like does a juke in the middle of the open field. Like he does that. Um. Which is annoying, but, man, he can really squirt through a hole. Uh, That's fun to watch. And then he can put his shoulder down and finish the run. So it was good to see him and Gabe Irvin, uh, 14 carries, 67 yards, uh, a touchdown. You know, 4.8 yards average. You think about Wisconsin, who's played with this style of football, while we have not for the last number of years, and they've had such explosive backs that they would always break some so that I'm going to come back to my, one of my earlier comments. We didn't break any, and I'm not sure if I'm worried about that or if that speaks to NIU's defense. Um, but yeah, we didn't, we didn't break anything longer than 20 yards on the ground. Mm. I don't know what that's about. It'd be something to keep an eye on because sure. we, we had longer runs against Colorado, I think. And we had, I think, yeah, Sims had a long touchdown run against, uh, Colorado and yeah against Colorado. So anyway, it's it's happens. That's just something I'm gonna be keeping an eye on, keeping an eye on moving forward. Sure. Uh, but so I'm gonna keep moving it down to to receiving. Mm-hmm. Fidoni uh, four catches <laughs> on six targets, including probably I think maybe the one of the maybe the play of the game where uh, it's like third and fifteen and Harburg's going to the sideline, and I thought he was just gonna tuck it or just run out of bounds. And he saw um, Fedoni break into the sideline. And he said after the game, he just kind of tossed it to the, you know, down the sideline where he knew only Fedoni could grab it. And he reaches out with his massive wingspan and gets mm-hmm. his two feet down and catches it to move the chains and what became like a 100-yard, seven-minute drive. So it was a 76-yard drive if you look from where it started, but they had a couple of bad penalties along the way. <laughs> so I think it was like a 100-yard drive at the end. Mm. And that was, that was a clutch play.
1: Yeah. And he... uh, Care to comment on uh, Fedoni? He shushed the crowd when he scored his touchdown.
0: Now, I think he was shushing his
1: (laughs) critics. Yeah, yeah, we know. But he also (laughs) shushed the crowd, yeah. Well, here's the thing. He knew that... He knew what he was doing. Like, I'm sure that was, like, something he made up his mind a long time ago he was going to do. Yeah. It just happened to happen. Uh, in front of, you know, 80,000 plus people who love him. <laughs> so. In the moment, I thought maybe he was shushing NIU fans, but there really
0: weren't <laughs> many there. So,
1: And they uh, would probably, probably blend in because, you know, what are their That's colors? True. What are they going to be wearing? Black, I guess. Yeah. Well, you know, I wear black to Husker games.
0: It's not the sea of red and black, Mike.
1: Okay. So it's a sea of red, but like... I'm just, I'm like, there's a little pepper interspersed. I'm just the spice. I'm the spice of the Husker life. You're a weird guy. Yeah, whatever.
0: Um, that was uh, that Dan Marino talking to Ace Ventura. You're a weird guy, Ace. <laughs> um, Billy Kemp, three receptions on seven uh, targets for a long of ten. I think that was his touchdown. Uh, to- Thirteen total yards. I I almost felt like, hey, let's, let's lay off a lay off targeting Billy because he's not he's not bringing him in here
1: right yeah
0: you want to talk about defense sure or is there anything else you want to say about offense no
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> how much fun was that defense to watch
1: yeah they, they just our defense got defense is after so it. good man I tweeted something that I thought was funny but nobody liked it <laughs> what was it I just tweeted our defense is so bad and then I did a follow-up tweet saying, I meant like the Power Glove. <laughs> See, I didn't get the Power Glove <laughs> reference. What's that about? There is a film uh, from the... It's either the late 80s or the early 90s called The Wizard. And it's basically a 90-minute commercial for Super Mario Brothers 3. Um, mm. And in the film, the... Um, the big bad video game player. Who's like the enemy of the, the kid who's quote unquote, the wizard, this whiz kid, who's going to be like amazing at video games. Um, He's got a power glove and he like puts it on. He's like, I love the power glove. It's so bad. (laughs) And so (laughs) that's, it's a niche retro video game reference that I made. So I guess I should only expect a few people to appreciate you that. You did tweet, not if connect even with our, our audience
0: with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That again, my phone had died, so it was kind of interesting to go back to <laughs> later in the evening and be like, "So what did Mike say tonight? Huh, hey, Something about a glove."
1: Hey folks, if you know what the power glove is, please tweet at HuskerPod. Just just send us a tweet saying, "I know what the power glove is." Please, not for me, but for Justin to see that there's at least one of our listeners who knows what the nobody's going to tweet is. it. Dude, nobody's going to respond, dude. It's happening. Somebody knows what the power glove is. They gotta. <laughs> we'll see. Um, okay. So the defense,
0: they were all over the place. They were thick to the ball. I mean, five, six guys at the point of contact, even, you know, whether it's middle of the field, sideline or downfield, um, the, Uh, NIU averaged 1.2 yards per carry. Their longest (laughs) rush was 7 yards. That's so – oh, it's wonderful. They gained 56, lost 30 for a net of 26 rushing yards. I mean, it was awesome. Mm -hmm.
1: And and I said something about this on Twitter, but, you know, when you're talking about we had four, five, six guys running at the ball, that's one of the things – when I was a kid – I had a poster hung up above my bed. Uh, well, you know, not, not like on the ceiling, but just, you know, <laughs> it was hung on the wall above where I slept. And it was this giant Nebraska football poster. And it was, I don't even know the team. It's been so long. I was like in the fourth grade. But it's like six, dudes, six Nebraska dudes tackling one guy. Just like, just this mass of... Human beings just like destroying one guy holding the ball, and it's, it's, I love it. I probably should go try to find that poster in some vintage store or something at some point in my life and get it framed. But it's, I feel like it's been so long since we've had that, and we've got dudes that tackle like and they tackle in space. And yeah, and if the first guy doesn't get him, there's somebody there like in a split second to take him out. It's just. Uh, yeah, holy cow, our defense this year, um, I mean, they should start to be recognized at this point because holy cow.
0: Well, yeah, and we've played, uh, you know, a Big Ten offense already. Pretty much shut them down except for the offense handing them the ball. And then, you know, we hung with uh, Colorado. Nation- I mean, National
1: was- championship contenders with the, the future <laughs> Heisman playing for them, yeah, right? Yeah, I
0: mean... I think you can make the argument that we shut them down for three quarters mm-hmm. uh, until the you know everybody kind of ran out of gas in the altitude. Yeah. So p- people have seen it, and uh, it's 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 going to carry us. You know, I don't I don't think we're going to have as much success every game running the ball as we just did. Yeah. Um. But that defense, that defense is going to carry us in the the uh, Big Ten West. Looks real. It looks wide open.
1: You were there when I needed you. You were there when the sky flung wide, wide open. Wide, wide open. It's a Jars of Clay reference. 1997 album, Much Afraid. Song's Five Candles. It was written for the film Liar, Liar, but the scene got cut, so they ended up using the song in the film um, Jack Frost. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was in Liar it was gonna be in Liar Liar. It was written for a specific scene in Liar Liar, but the scene got cut from the movie, so they did not use the song. Is that that's been known for a while, I assume? Yeah. The original title of the song was The Wish. And it was, I guess, going to be some kind of montage while the kid was ready to blow the candle out and the song would play in the background or something like that. Whoa. Yeah. Dropping... Knowledge, yeah folks, if you need, need to knowledge. know any jars of clay trivia um I'm just gonna say it there are very few other people on this planet that you should turn to, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you don't share more along the way, you know I just uh I have my outlets for that I have friends who are equally obsessed um so yeah <laughs> i'm I appreciate that they bring you so much joy, sure, yeah.
0: Um I feel like some of the calls that came went against us in Colorado weren't called as much mm. this game. So that's, you know, there's the whole you gotta figure out what the refs are gonna let you get away with. And mm-hmm. it was maybe a little more lax this week. So uh worked out in our favor. But also, man, like the defensive backs, they they did a really good job of uh n- maybe they didn't knock away the pass as it's coming into the uh, wide receiver's hands, but they keep scratching and clawing and fighting to the ground and then it bounces out. I feel like that happened several times. I love it. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, I think we'll go... I would say there's if there's one thing that they can clearly improve on, it's getting some turnovers, especially if our offense uh, does continue to struggle with giving the ball away against maybe some superior defenses. So that's, that's one area where we could maybe see some improvement. Um, And if they can do that, I mean, this is a defense that I think can can give us a real chance in every game we've got.
1: Uh, it's interesting, too, because I'm looking at the the defensive stats, and look at these names. Like, the people at the top of the list in terms of total tackles, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Hutmacher, uh-huh. Hartzog, Wright, Rollins, mm-hmm. and then we got Newsom, Bullock, Sanford, and then Gifford, and then... Henrik so you know we've got some people who have been around for a while contributing but um those are some new names for me towards the top of that list so uh
0: did you catch um coach rule in the press conference like shouting out by name most of the previous defensive coaching staff Uh, yeah yep that was that was really cool uh he was just saying he was pretty confident in the defense Pretty quickly, just because of the quality of coaching that they'd had and the amount of football a lot of those guys have played, oh no. and um,
1: that was really neat. Just, Justin, what? You know what I think is starting to happen with me? What? I think I'm starting to drink some of the Rule Aid. Oh, I just like I just realized like preseason I was all like guard your heart, <laughs> right? I was all like don't don't buy the shirts, don't buy the Rule shirts, um. Man. So you get one win, we're sitting at 1 and 2 <laughs> and you're drinking the win, and I'm like kind of like, "Hey man, let's Whee! go. Let's go win another, you know?" This this, this stuff's going in my head. The road to 500 is upon us, Justin. Um and then like if we end, oh, okay, I don't know if that's going to happen with Michigan. Um <laughs> but i was going to say mm, if we yeah, end up okay. having a winning record in a few weeks, uh we might have to wait a little bit longer to see if that happens, but yeah, chill on that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, oh, gosh. I'm sure... It, well, I, we got, did, it, did it happen last season? I'm trying to wonder. I, I'm starting to think, when's the last time we won two games in a row? Did that happen last year? I don't remember. <laughs> Let me see.
0: All right. Last year, we won two games back-to-back. We had we had Indiana and Rutgers back-to-back weeks. Okay. Well, it just... It felt so long ago. <laughs> it was. I mean, it was October first and October seventh, almost a year ago. Okay. Since we had wins, that was. Wow. Those were
1: games. That was the middle of the season last year. And that was uh That was post frost already, wasn't it? Yep. Because we got rid yep. of him about this time last year.
0: My my son, he's seven. He's so cute. He was trying to understand, like, so who's our coach now? Oh. Because you know, even last year we had two head coaches. If yeah. You think about it. And he was like. So why did Mickey Joseph fire himself? Oh, <laughs> I was like, well, you know, he just was an interim. So he kind of served his role and then he was done. Didn't have the heart to get into any of the extracurricular crap. Right. Uh, um, that was a funny, <laughs> funny question. And then, and then, and he's like, and before that was it, it was like, was it Frost Scott? Scott, Scott, Scott Frost. Yeah. And what, what did he do? he's like, I just didn't win enough games. Got to win games.
1: And somebody stole his Wii. (laughs) I don't know why I really latched on to that. Just you just love that story. I think you. I don't know. It's just funny to me that this guy who's getting paid millions of dollars to coach Nebraska is all all, like concerned about like we got to put this on the report. My my console from 2006 that I can replace with a fifty dollar bill. I I need to report this is stolen. And like wasn't it wasn't like 2 weeks later they were like oh, oops we found some of the stuff i found my copy of mario party everything's cool <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to bring it back to football we had 23 guys make tackles so
0: um you've got older guys um making a lot of tackles but then you got a lot of new names mm-hmm. and so that's uh, you know the future's bright i'll be curious to see if uh, you know I feel like Scott's offense was really effective his first year, um, and Adrian was awesome. And then already his second year, like maybe it wore off a little bit. Mm. People knew a little bit what to expect, and Adrian had a sophomore slump for sure. Um, I wonder if uh, something like that happens. There was a really good. I retweeted it. Uh, Urban Meyer Big Ten video breaking down the three three five and just showing how. Yeah. He said he said something that I hadn't heard before, which was. You're so used to having four down linemen and then seven people dropping in on a pass play. So, you know, your safeties and your corners and your linebackers. But with the three three five, you have eight people dropping. And so he showed a clip of Shadur. Um, and he's like, he's just, he's seen seven guys drop for his whole, like for 15 years. And now there's eight and he just freezes. Mm-hmm. I thought I hadn't heard anybody say it quite like that. And then, and you don't know, is that guy going to drop? Is he going to come? And then I guess also you can match up offensive linemen like to get double teams whenever they can, but since they don't necessarily know you've got a nose guard, right, right in front of the, uh, the the center, which he said in that video centers don't like, and then you've got two, two guys wide tackles, and then you've got linebackers who could be coming from any which way. And so then you end up getting more one-on-one matchups, uh, which I guess favors favors the defender a little bit. So, uh, if, uh, if you're looking for a good 5 minute video on uh on the 335 and also I'll say to his credit Urban said, you know, people say Nebraska got, you know, blown out by Colorado, but it was should have been 0-0 at halftime actually, it should have been 3-0 cuz Nebraska is mm Mhm. Mhm. Speaking of special teams. Yeah. It's worth pointing out that uh Bushini had Six punts, uh, averaged 42.8 yards along a 48. It says one inside the 20, but I could have sworn there were two. Um, He had that coffin kick into the corner where Phelan Sanford ran down and got it. Well, I was I trying was to figure out.
1: One. Yeah, no, I was going to say I was trying to figure out which one of those it was, but I'm seeing here there was a Bischini <laughs> punt towards the end of the game. And then I'm looking at the very next uh play was a 2-yard run to the NIU 24. So he got it right around the 20 oh, for one of those. Okay. So but yeah. Um in general though, punting was great. Uh there was one kickoff that got a little bit squirrely and that was uh I'm trying to remember his name. It starts with an A. Alvano? Yeah, Alvano. The um, freshman. So Yeah, still Brian finding and his Tristan bearings. Each had 3 they each had three
0: kickoffs. Brian Brian's three kickoffs covered 186 yards. Tristan's covered 185 yards. So, okay. Yeah, but Tristan kicked one out of bounds. So that's yeah. they're splitting them equally there. That's and, good. And uh, I don't. I'm trying to see if there's average field position. Um, Nebraska, the first quarter is 26. Oh, okay. The average field position was the 29 for us, and. Uh, well, and I guess uh, the average field position for NIU was the 30, so... Okay. Actually, wasn't that different. Yeah. I thought it was... Uh, well, it just I didn't it feel
1: really like... I, I think it probably felt different to you just because we weren't, like, starting every drive on the six-yard line or something this time.
0: <laughs> well, it did feel like we got pinned a little bit on punts, and I feel like uh, Billy, I mean, he Kemp, he's he's doing a good job of snagging the punts, and he's got, he has a few return yards, but... That's not been quite as dynamic as we hoped. Yep. But I would say, uh, oh, that reminds me. If any of our listeners are still listening in and have access to SP Plus, (laughs) hook a brother up. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, I want to know where we stand, and we have lost our access. That's too bad. (laughs) It is no longer available
1: to us. Well, we know in our hearts... That our special teams cannot be ranked 117 this year. That's just not happening. So, no way. I mean, no drops, no negative punts so far. You know, the only real well, botched anything I can think of is the the kickoff out of bounds. So,
0: I will also say we have not addressed long snappers enough or at all. Yet we this haven't? Year, so, we need our eyes in the skies. If you're listening, can we get a rundown
1: on. On long snappers, because
0: I don't know who they are.
1: We have long been the podcast of the unsung. So let us know, folks. If you have an inside track on our long snappers, we'd love to hear a little bit about them. Well, you want to pivot? Sure. Louisiana Tech is a football team from Louisiana. They are a technical school. They are technically a football team. Oh wait, that's that's mean. I shouldn't be be doing that. Um, but hey, uh, the old ESPN analytics webpage here has got a eighty four percent chance of victory for the Huskers. So I like those odds. It's on BTN. Two thirty. We are
0: eighty four percent chance of victory. Their quarterback, seventy of one hundred and six for seven hundred fifty-six yards and five touchdowns with two interceptions. And uh, their leading rusher has thirty-three carries for two hundred and forty yards and three touchdowns. Their leading receiver has twenty-four receptions for two hundred and eighty-eight yards and three touchdowns. By comparison, <laughs> our leading receiver has four receiving y- receptions for eighty-nine yards and one touchdown. So,
1: <laughs> they, uh, I think, they're going to throw it a lot. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at their schedule. They they have two wins and two losses. They've one against uh, FIU, um, Northwestern State. Uh, I guess those are the two wins. And then they've lost to uh, Southern Miss, and uh, they lost this last weekend to North Texas um, in a close game, 40-37. to So, yeah. Wow. Here's the stat that I think we'll
0: uh, uh, anticipate how things are going to go. We are allowing 46.3 rush yards per game, and they're allowing 205 Mm. rush yards per game. So I think it could be a really similar scenario to this week, except for they have a few more touchdowns because of success through the air.
1: Oh man. Get this. I'm looking at their page. You know how they just lost this last weekend by three points. Yeah. Yeah it was a field goal as time expired. They know oh. our pain. And <laughs> they're done that. They know our pain. Oh, well, hopefully you coming for both of us, uh, for both fan bases, it doesn't get to that point this weekend because for either whoever ends up losing that is going to, it's going to be terrible <laughs> if something like that happens. But, uh, yeah. Um, I, I am not planning on attending this weekend. Um, I am, I actually, again, have had an opportunity to go to this one, but, uh, just because of how busy this weekend and how rundown I'm feeling right now, um, I think I need a good old fashioned weekend, uh, of chillness. So that's what I'll be doing this next weekend is I am why do you, clearing my schedule. Why do you hate, why do you hate the Huskers? I love the Huskers, man. I'm just old and rundown. I'm a decrepit old fart. <laughs> if you didn't have a podcast, I would wonder not that old. Actually, birthday's coming up in a couple weeks. We're we're kind of almost officially old. So, oh yeah, It's coming up. We got another year. Then you it's and, all that. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Shout out to Nick. Did you know? And Amy, did you know? Oh, well, it's not her birthday. No, but yeah, freaking, she's actually she's more likely to be listening. Oh, that's true. Hi, Amy. <laughs> anyway, um folks, you gotta you gotta understand. I was born on Michael Miss. And that's not me being some egomaniac. There's actually a holiday called Michael Miss. And my parents named me Michael, not knowing that the holiday Michael Miss existed. So when I was in college and I discovered it, I was I was like, this is amazing. This is wonderful. My birthday is a holiday, and it's named after me. I mean, not the it's not named after me, but I share a name with Saint Michael, whom the holiday happens to be for. So
0: yeah. I think when I studied abroad uh, in England that they actually had um they had three terms instead of like trimesters. And one of them was the Michaelmas term.
1: There you go. Awesome. Actually, in, in college, I, I uh, met a friend named Michael, and he and I hit it off. And when he found out what my birthday was, he's the only person I've ever met. who, When he found out my birthday, he said, oh, your birthday's on Michaelmas. <laughs> oh. So, yeah. Michael Barnes. I wonder what that guy's up to these days. He's a good guy. should reach out.
0: Uh, We're get getting there, said, aren't we? Should we just pass on score predictions? I don't even feel like it's worth it.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, I think that's something we can put to bed. Um, cause did we even make predictions last week? We were so, uh, I think, I yeah, know, we no, did not it. in the live show. Yeah. No. So that's okay. I think, um, I think that's fine. I predict a win. That's good enough for me.
0: Yeah. It would be awesome to get up to 500 and before wins from, uh, 500 and are from a bowl and uh have you been following iowa's offensive coordinator and how he has to like average 25 points per game and everything they do is viewed through that lens now
1: really i saw i saw some murmurings about it but i didn't know that that was actually like a criteria that he was working with they put it in his contract oh boy because
0: you know everybody thought he should they had the worst offense in the country last year and everybody thought i should be fired but oh wait his dad's his boss jeez uh, so uh, technically i think he reports straight to the athletic director um so yeah they put in an average 25 points per game so
1: crazy that is the uh, the plot line of the year for iowa <laughs> well let's see if we can hold them under that number then love to love to all right go big red mike go big red